Hello and welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show. Coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA, snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Our guest today is an author and senior pastor of Faith Christian Center in Ossel, Georgia, Pastor Carrick Butler. Our co-hosts today are Marcella Woodall, Pastor Joe Campbell, Mondo De La Vega, and I'm Ricky Baker. And now, live from Grace Street at Morningside, USA, here are your hosts, Pastors Jim and Lori Baker. Thank you, Ricky. Yeah. And welcome everyone to our show today. And Mondo would say hello to our people. Mondo's not in the studio, but he's live with me yes, from his home. Hey, Mondo, man. And his doctor won't let him drive his car. <laughs> Can we hear you? Can we hear you? I hear you. Hola. Loud. Hola. Como esta? Hello. Is the doctor being strict with you? Super strict. And my wife, too. Good. <laughs> That's good. She's the one I'm afraid of because she's, she has the power over you. She Listen, she wants me to live for a long time so I can help you and help you get dressed, help you get shaved up, and get you to the studio so we can preach the gospel. Mondo, Mondo and Beth know exactly where I'm, what I'm thinking, don't you? And I, they both know what I'm Because I'm like, honey, before we went on the set, I'm like, honey, we got it. Oh, man, I'm missing Mondo, man. He, he hasn't shaved your beard, your hair. We're trying to comb his hair before the show. I go, Mondo, you must have heard me. Uh, Mondo no, le le learned to shave hair. Tell him where you learned to shave hair. And beards. <laughs> You're good at it. You're yeah. terrible. It's, it's, it's a place that I don't wish anybody to go to. Uh, jail, prison. Um, I mean, even in the streets, you learn how to cut hair to make ends meet. Uh, that's the way you hustle. Uh, aside from drugs and all that crazy stuff, you learn how to cut your own hair. That's right. <laughs> wow. no. Mondo's been down because he had, he had surgery on his knee, right, Mondo? I sure did. I had a terrible meniscus tear on the inside and the outside of my knee. It was far worse than I expected. Yeah. And thank God for the doctors that were able to get me in right before Christmas. Right. But that put a delay on being able to participate uh, during New Year's Eve and, of course, uh, being there in studio with you guys. Right. You think you're a teenager, right? <laughs> <laughs> In my mind, I still I can still run. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> he thinks he's a teenager, and and he's pulled pulled his leg, and ripped the knees. He's probably uh, trying to keep up with his teenagers. <laughs> well, yeah. Tell, uh, Mondo, just a minute, because you, you just come back, but you're you're at home. Tell us what what did you do to your knee? I mean, tell explain it so that people understand. You know, I wish I can tell you a very dramatic story, but I was going down the stairs and I, my knee turned the opposite way than what I was wanting to go. And oh. that ripped the inside of my meniscus. And then the next day we had to fly. This happened in 2014. We had to fly to Israel and we walked over a hundred miles. And of course, carrying, you know, those big old backpacks with uh, camera equipment, and I just never had time to take care of it until um, a few weeks ago that, again, I, I thought I can still run with my kids and show off. 
and my body showed up. Wow. <laughs> and my knee, the outside of my meniscus ripped even more. And I, I just couldn't handle the pain and being able to walk anymore. And I knew I had to have surgery. And thank God they were able to get me in just right before Christmas. What wow. what did the doctor say? You it actually ripped it worse than you thought you had. Yes, I ripped the inside of the meniscus. I don't want to get too uh, technical because then I'll lose you. But I, th the bottom line is I ripped my meniscus in, in two places. And then part of the meniscus got stuck behind the kneecap and started pushing my kneecap out. And they thought I was going to have to have a full knee surgery. But thank God for my wife. She said, no, you're going in today. <laughs> and they went in and they did an MRI. And, and immediately a, a week after, they said, no, we got to get you in before uh, you have knee surgery. And we don't want that. We got to prevent that from happening. And they went in and, you know, microscopic, they went in and, and uh fixed the knee but the recovery has been horrible because uh i don't believe in you know using medication we talk a lot about addiction in the pills and, and what it does to people and i refuse to do that so i've been uh cold turkey dealing with the pain prayer and faith wow Thank well that's Jesus. good that and we wow. pray for you mondo in jesus name that well, you, for complete healing for Mondo Amen. and everyone Amen. agree in Jesus Amen. name you're going to be, be better Let than before be. you'll be Amen. running again Mondo man and Mondo's going to share with, <laughs> with us the news some of the news today in a, yeah. in a few minutes and we have also with us Pastor Joe Here. oh Pastor Joe yes Pastor Joe I'm so glad you came Amen I'm thrilled to be here and uh, you've got to come more because uh, as, as I age I can't be without a co-host <laughs> and uh and mondo's yeah. can't this doctor won't let him even drive a car so that's right what am i gonna do and then ricky of course i just have to mention ricky is serving the national guard drill Amen. he has to go back so pray for ricky all of oh. our servicemen and women who serve this country yeah, but ricky's at the national guard drill this right. week as well while mondo's out wow. so Dad, you got Pastor I, Joe and I. I thought Ricky was out of the. I thought Ricky was out of the army, but he signed up for the National he did, Guard for Missouri. And praise the yeah. Lord for that. Once a, Amen. Once a month, he, he goes out and 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 uh, teaches. Yes. He actually is a Absolutely. teacher. Absolutely, he does. Yes, he yes. Instructor. We're proud of him. Amen. Uh, and he loves it. Yes. Pastor Joe, what's your thought for the the day? You know, I believe that God has got some good things. 2024 is a year for restore, and I believe God's going to do something this year. Yes. And, you know, we've it's like we've climbed up this big hill, and we're rolling over the top, and we just don't need to give up. We need to Amen. move on and watch and see the blessings yes. of God that comes this Amen. year. This is our breakthrough year. Amen. I believe we're going to have so many uh, people come to your church. Amen. Our church. <laughs> I believe it. And... Uh, I'm so glad that you're the pastor. I'm I'm not able to pass the church and do the show and do everything else. So I do the show, mm -hmm. and uh, you pass at the church. Yeah. And you call on people. Amen. And uh, you, your wife is the head of the Lori's yes, house. Lori's house. house. Amen. And uh, I think she, Ms. yeah, Becky. there she is yes. over there. Yes. And Such she's, a blessing. She's, wow. She's a, a one. It, uh, there's only one of her. That's right. right. One of a kind. <laughs> yeah. She is a one of a kind. That's for sure. And 
it takes somebody special to run yes, Lori's absolutely. house. It really does. And Lori's house is all sometimes filled with women that are uh, expecting a baby, expecting Pregnant. a baby, but out of wedlock, right? Yeah. And also. But they come just from hard not, backgrounds. Yeah, yeah from, rough, from a rough, rough life. A yeah. lot of rough backgrounds. That's rejected right. And, and they come in, and we love them. And, and we Bring love them on. Make them family. They, they become part of our church. They come yes. back all the time. Absolutely. I tell you, uh, you know, we had no idea that what God was doing in our life, all the, the things, the layers of where you go and what you do and how you do and things, uh, Becky's family was involved. Her dad was saved through uh, a veteran's home, minister's home out in San Diego, California. And it was like Lori's house for military guys that came off of the ships mm -hmm. and they would stay there. And many of the guys that stayed there ended up in the ministry. Wow. And later on years, and of course her dad pastored for 50 years and preached for the Assemblies of God, run all over the country and evangelized and did the whole 10 yards. And, uh, but we went back to that military veterans home years later to show Becky's mom where it was at and what all went on. And she yeah. told us where she even slept. She was wow. able to go back and show the bedroom that she stayed in. Wow. And, uh, and then we come to Lori's house. And when we, uh, started working at Lori's house, Becky said, this is, this is why God prepared me for this right. time wow. yeah. in her life because everything that we'd done, the children's home, yeah. uh, we started a children's home back in the early 1990s. We had about 30-some kids, and uh, it's, we had 12,000 square feet in our home. We have 14,000 square feet in Lori's house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just like deja vu. Yeah. Everything is overlapping. And the camps and working with the kids and seeing the moms come through. And you, you watch them. Some of them are drug addicts. Absolutely. And yeah. they've been dealing with it all their life. They've been rejected and abused and used and forgotten and discarded. And whenever they come here, it's like the whole body of Christ yeah. just receives That's them. Right. They adopt them. They take them in as family. They look at them like, that's my granddaughter, that's my daughter, yes. that's my family, and they receive them, and there's nothing like it, and the girls Amen. don't want to leave. Honestly, every one of the girls want to stay right here. I love yeah. that, yes. And I want this to be a great year for Lori's house, Amen. and we're not going under. That's right. Going over. Amen. We're going over the top. Amen. Yes. And we are, I predict uh, the church will, you're going to have to put in chairs. Amen. You're going to love it. You have to get rid of these tables probably. So your folks are going to have to sit in chairs <laughs> because we're going to fill them you're, up. You're going to be full. Amen. And uh, yeah. everything is going to sell out because the end times are here. That's yeah. it. And people are coming looking for a safe place. Amen. And they really are. Amen. This really. is a safe place. And uh, I'm glad that you're here to shepherd these people. And uh, Marcella, we're glad you're here today. Thank Amen. you. I love being here every day. Amen. You were once my little girl. Uh, yes, <laughs> I know. 12 and years now, old, Dad. And now, <laughs> now you're COO of the ministry. Yes, it's an honor. And you have helped keep it. And you, in this year, been the roughest one of last year. <laughs> One of the roughest yeah. years we've ever had the last couple of years. And 
God is giving it. I believe this is going to be our best yes, year. Yes, I Amen. believe that, Dad, absolutely. And I love, you know, what I love is we brought our call center here. And so for the last couple of months, we've been able to take the calls for our partners. And I've even jumped on the phone. I've been, and I love it so much because we can do behind the scenes. We do all the serving, but to actually speak to some of our partners on the phone, to have that privilege to hear how much you love the ministry, how you've partnered and stood with us with your faith, your prayer, believing in what God has given the vision for Morningside. And I do believe with all my heart, I know that there are great plans. I can't say I'm dad yet, but I'm working. <laughs> there are some amazing plans of what God is going Amen. to do here at Morningside. Yes, so we're excited. Yes. I believe this is going to be our greatest year yes, ever, Dad. It is. Yes. How are you doing, Lori? I'm doing great. <laughs> I mean, we're, it's it's new. I'm so grateful for this new year. We're yes, in 2024, and I love Amen. what you said, yes. Pastor Joe. 2024 is the year, year, restore. year to restore. Amen. Amen. I believe yes. in restoration. I'm a Amen. product of yes. restoration. I love restoration. It's well, my devil, heartbeat, really. And the devil has taken so much away from us. Right. And that message that Ricky brought Sunday about oh, yes. the sevenfold return, yes. I'm believing that God's going to do that. I am. It's Amen. time for the Lord Amen. to cause the devil yes. to pay back sevenfold Amen. for what Amen. he has taken God from us. Is. It's time. We and we're not alone. There's yes. a lot of people that's been in that same boat. Yes. Absolutely. And we claim that for you today Amen. as well. So take it. Uh, Lori, how old are you? 66. 66? Did you think this woman was 66? <laughs> well, you know, Pastor Joe and I were talking before, right before we said hello to all of you, and we're the same age. We were both born in August yep. of 1957, so I, yep. I said to Pastor good Joe, good year, good month, <laughs> good year. And um, no, seriously, it's just amazing. But we both said to each other, like, he go, you said, Pastor yep. Joe, I feel like I'm in my 40s. 40s. I yep. go, yeah, me too, now that I think about it. And I kind of feel like I'm in my early 40s. Right. Kind of when you look back at your life, though, we've probably both lived it's almost hard a lot to of more life. It's almost hard in the 60s, you know. Yeah, until you, your body starts telling this, you, right? Your I'm, body's not. This is going to be the year for senior citizens. For seniors, we would And call. it's for the young, old, everybody, but especially the restoration. And I'm believing God for total healing yes. of my Amen. body Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. I, I am believing god yes. i believe this this is god's year for all of us yeah god wants the church and the people the the older people of the church mm -hmm. got to get it out of, and that's right and be part of the church that's right because god is going to do something but he needs the whole body of Christ. Yes. Body. Amen. Amen. And he wants right, you to be well. Boy, that is so and true. And I want to I want to pray for you and pray that you'll be well. Yeah. Amen. And uh, Pastor Carrick Butler is with us today, the senior pastor of Faith Christian Center in uh, Georgia, Austell, Georgia. Yes. Uh, graduated of graduated from Word uh, of Word Faith, Faith Bible Training Center and of Oral Roberts University with a Bachelor of Science in Broadcast Journalism with a minor in Business. Yes. So we're thrilled to have him here as our special guest today. Amen. Live from Georgia. It's Georgia. Tell us, where, you, where are you right now? There you are. 
I'm in Georgia, and hello, everyone. It's good to be back. Happy belated birthday, Pastor Jim. Thank you guys for having me back. Aww, that's sweet. Yes, I just turned. Oh, God. <laughs> 84 years old. Yes. Praise God. Amen. You're Praise still, God. I mean, 84. And... Amen. <laughs> <laughs> that's unbelievable. It must be unbelievable. I know. I know if the Lord should tarry and, and we get to turn 84, Pastor Joe, That's right. then um, we'll probably say the same thing. Unbelievable. <laughs> I love it. But, Pastor Kerry, your uncle, uh, Bishop Keith he, Butler, yes. was the founding pastor of Word of Faith Christian Center in Michigan, and he mentored you as a young man. How did he... Minister in your How did training he train you and, up in ministry? Yeah, and and, uh, and in the prophetic. To be in the prophetic word. Well, he mentioned me in so many different ways, especially in my teenage years. He would take me around with him to different conferences he would teach at or attend. And so I was able to go to Kenneth E. Hagan's last camp meeting and get a chance to meet him. I was able to go to different meetings and just watch what he did in different places around the world. And then there'll be times where I'll give my entire summers to intern at the church to learn how to minister and how to run the church and all the different things. And so there's so many different ways how he laid the foundation, always telling the word is the primary thing and making sure we're those who study and teach the word. And then even since then, it's always flow with the Holy Ghost, move with what he's telling me to do. And that's how you learn how to grow in prophetic. You stay with the word and you follow the leading of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We, we need more mentors. Yes. yes. Uh, especially in the spirit and people Absolutely. teaching people to move in the spirit. Uh, you have a message regarding 2024. Will you share that with me right now? Yes, sir. So, uh, late summer last year, and I was just living life, and I heard the Lord speak to me. He said, 2024 will be a year of light. And so I heard that. I said, well, let me think about a little bit more and pray about it and meditate on it. And the more I began to meditate on these things and pray out these things, it became even clearer what the year would be like, that it will be a year of uncomfortable exposures in the church, in the body of Christ, as well as in the United States of America. But for those who decide to walk in the light, and follow the Spirit of God, it will be a year of promotion and exaltation because Jesus said that we are the light of the world. And when he lights a lamp, he doesn't hide it under a basket. He lifts it up so he can give light to all in the house. So this will be a year where you'll see darkness do things. We can't get focused on the darkness and we can't be discouraged because we are the light. So many times we're just talking about all the bad things in the world and all the darkness. And if we talk about it enough, we're impressed by the darkness, but we have to remember we are the light of the world, and it's our time to shine. I really believe in this year of light, it's also going to operate like a year of a door where God's going to open doors, opportunities for us that we must be ready to take advantage of. You know, Amplified Classic Edition, Ephesians 5 says we must recognize, take advantage, and use to the fullest the doors God opens for us. And so he's going to open doors and opportunities for us to be the light, but also to step into places we're always meant to be in. Maybe for some reason it was delayed or blocked or whatever reason we couldn't get to where it's supposed to be. I believe this year is going to present doors and opportunities for us to step in to the places God has always called us to be. So we don't focus on the darkness. We don't focus on the bad things. Yes, we know what's going on, but we know that we are the light of the world. And by faith, we overcome. The Bible tells us that we have our victory in life by our 
faith. So my faith and focus is to be the light of the world, is to shine in new ways and allow God to shine through us so that we can reach those who are trapped in darkness. Amen. Wow. wow. Amen. Absolutely. We need to yes. reach those trapped in darkness. That's right. There's a racial war building up in our culture right now. Yeah. How do we as Christians respond to this racial war? I mean, a few years ago, we began to see a beautiful harmony right. among right. people. Yes. And I don't know what went wrong. Right. But I believe God wants us to be together yeah. and to be in harmony. Mm -hmm. And then we're going we're gonna to be raptured up very soon. Yes. I believe it. Anyway. And I want to be ready. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. So what do you think is happening with the racial war in America? What, what's, what's, is, is this just is the devil trying to get in? Well, one of the things with what we see going on throughout the nation is because the church hasn't addressed it properly. And so for so long, the church addressed it here and there. But sadly, some parts of the church would not address it. Some people, because they don't know what to say. Some people... Uh, because they're nervous about saying anything. They're afraid to get canceled. But what's going to have to happen within the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is that we're going to have to sit down as brothers and sisters and have uncomfortable conversations. If we want to be ministers of reconciliation, as Corinthians says, we have to be able to sit down and have these conversations. When we look at the history of America, we need to know the story, own the story, and change the story. It's not the 1800s anymore. It's not the 1900s anymore. We're in a brand new day. But we, if we don't acknowledge what happened, we don't acknowledge the things that have happened, then people don't want to hear our message. And I was talking to uh, Pastor Mondo about this the other day, that we're finding more and more people who are turning away from Jesus because the church has not correctly taught on the issue of race, that you're going to different religions or they're just not going to church at all, believing anything at all because of the issue of race. And I believe that why the issue keeps being brought up in America and growing in America is because the church has not addressed it properly. And it's not going to come from just, you know, preaching against it. It's going to come from us as brothers and sisters sitting down and talking about it. One of the things that uh, quickly shared that one of the things I think that's kind of holding us back in handling this issue is, you know, we've been taught that, hey, you're not supposed to see race. No, you are supposed to see race because race, the color, when we talk about race as the color of our skins, it's God's idea. The beautiful shades of our skin show the artistry of God. It was God's idea for us to be painted all these wonderful, beautiful colors, and we should see all colors as beautiful. You know, it's like we go back to the song we would sing when we we're children that Jesus loves little children, red, yellow, black, and white, they're all precious in his sight. God views our colors as precious. Now, are our colors the main thing about us? No, but it's part of us. It's part of our expression of who God made us to be. And so we look at our colors, we see our colors, we believe that God painted us these beautiful colors because it's part of his love for us. And once we begin to address that, and then we see, okay, there's different cultural expressions. Well, what do we do with these cultural expressions? We allow the light of God to shine through our cultural expressions, and what happens? It gives him glory. There's some people who will follow God because of the different light 
that shine through our different cultural expressions that they wouldn't listen to someone else. God is very brilliant. He is diverse. He is creative. And he created us in all these different skin tones with these different cultural backgrounds so that we can give him glory. That's how we address what's going on in America. We have to have some uncomfortable conversations. We have to get on the same page. And as we get on the same page and address these things, this issue of race in America can actually be dealt with. But because it's not been dealt with, because we haven't addressed it properly, it's an open door that causes other things to flood into America. So it's not going to happen by our yelling and our screaming, but it's going to happen by us coming together as brothers and sisters, having a conversation, charting a path forward, and staying unified no matter what the darkness throws at us. Amen. Wow. Amen. Pastor Joe, you, yes. you know, God lifts up and God puts you know, push down. You're the leader of the church here, and you happen to be white, but it's just the color of skin. That's right. God looks at our heart. Yes, he does. He doesn't look at the outside. He looks at the inside. That's what the Bible says. You know, and so a lot of people get uh, miscommunicated, and they think that, you know, there's different levels of, you know, I'm this and I'm that and that kind of thing. But the truth is, God searches the heart of man, yes, and he right. sees the heart, and the, it isn't about a skin color. It's about the mind and the heart of God speaking to the mind and the heart of soul mm -hmm. of a person. That's right. And I, I, I have an issue in my heart with people that have uh, walls up against color or anybody that doesn't accept poor I mean, we can we can take it from yeah, color to right. uh, poor people or rich people that's or right. fat people yeah. or skinny people or, you know, tall people or whatever. It doesn't really matter. I mean, God looks at the heart. He yes. judges us by the heart, and we should that's be right. the same way. We should love everybody as we love ourselves. And I tell you what, that message he's talking about with the, the being the light, two weeks ago we did a whole message on that on Sunday morning. We did a candlelight service, and that was my message was that we are the light of the world, yes. and we have the answers. If we don't shine our light in the darkness of this world and look around us, everywhere you look, it's dark. Yes, and the people are saying, right. well, I'm going to quit my job because I'm the only Christian in my job. Thank God you're a missionary. That's you're right. the person Amen. that God put that, there. Pastor. He trusted you to take that job and be the light in that place. Don't quit your yeah. job. That's a mission that God That's put right. you on. So stay in that job. Yeah. Amen. Okay. Good work. Amen. That's a work for somebody. Right. Yeah. You know, most of my adopted kids are Mexican. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I didn't pick them or, you know, and say, oh, I'm going to put that one and that one, that one. I, I, I just, yeah. they came in. What, what did, Lori, why well, I married you? And you said, Oh, I forgot to tell you, Deb, Jim. Not after we were married. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Yes, Let me back it yes, up, it everybody. Was. And, and you said, it was about I've got two a, weeks before I we have got married. <laughs> oh, honey, by the way, before we go meet my dad, um, driving up the interstate. I want you, you to meet in, my family. In Phoenix, and I, I, I need you to, oh, I forgot to tell you, honey, I have a family, too. Now, you got to remember, we met and married in seven weeks. So I had a real fast, and we were, we traveled the world about That's like, funny. and so we were going now, to meet my dad, and but we were I, meet my dad, and I, I said, met, oh, by the way, honey, I, met your I have a family. Family. <laughs> he goes, you have a family? I met your family a few days before I married you. Yes. And so I married <laughs> uh, her family. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. 
There's That's one right. of the daughters right there <laughs> yeah. at the end right. who's running the ministry now. <laughs> and I mean, it's, like, it's quite a story, really, yeah. of God. It's, a, and it's, it's God's story. And, and so I walked story. into the family <laughs> before I married her. Yeah. They were in the inner city. The house was filled with kids. Right. There was about 25 kids there. I said, now, Jim, you know, I know in your lifetime, and I know this for a fact, and this is factual, that you have, have, through your ministries, throughout your whole entire life, have given millions upon millions upon millions of dollars to missions. Um, But I'm about to take you into missions that you probably never experienced in your life. Right. And it's it was it was the inner city of Phoenix, which Jim will call, say the, the ghetto, but we always called it the inner city. And it was hardcore. I said, but I'm about to take you into an apartment. And it was dirty. Yeah, filthy. And, and it, there wasn't it, and any, there wasn't right hardly yeah. any furniture. No. Absolutely. And uh, there was nothing. The and kids but, were sleeping on the floor. Right. They didn't have beds. No. No. When we when we took them all in, yeah, we finally got them to sleep in a. Do you sleep in a bed now? I do. Nana? Thank you, Jesus. Oh. I do. <laughs> My pillow. Oh, that's too. a miracle. <laughs> finally got you into bed. I'm into <laughs> sleeping in a bed. Yeah. Because oh, they, that's another. But they, they were sleeping on the floor, and but, go, Nana. Yeah, I was gonna say that. You know what I love though, and I think this is so important. You know, as you're talking about how God. The thing is, God put our family together. But whenever I look at, I cannot tell you how many times our family, people just seeing our family, and there's so many of us. There's Tammy Sue, there's JV, there's all of us five kids, there's Mondo. We're all different. We're all, you know, from different backgrounds. Even Mondo's Guatemalan, we're Mexican. You know, but how every time our family comes together, I cannot tell you how many people it's ministered to them. And I love, this is something that I truly just have to say in honor of you, Dad. Yes. is he practices what he preaches. Yes. When Jim Baker, I look at you, Dad, you've never, you've truly said it. I don't see color, and you really don't. Right. You have taken us in as your own flesh and blood. You've always treated us as your very own children. You opened your home to us. How rare that is to open your home to inner city children and bring and give us truly a legacy, a future. But mm-hmm. Pastor Kerry, how does the church need to pray for the state of our nation and, you know, for, for abortion being just okay, I mean, yeah, just nice. just being done by the millions, mm-hmm. do you have any thought on that? First, let's start with what Proverbs says. The heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord, and he turns to wherever it should go. So a lot of times when we say that scripture, okay, we think about the civic authorities, we think about federal authorities and even statewide authorities. But I want to take it even further because in America, the people make the decision. We're a republic. We're this democracy. So we have to pray for the hearts of Americans, for the hearts of Americans to be softened, the hearts of Americans to be open. As we pray for the hearts of Americans, different things happen. But also we pray for the hearts of Americans. We also pray for local leaders. What people don't realize is that we focus on the big elections, and we should, but sometimes it's the local elections that affect your life more than the big ones. And so we have to be engaged locally, pray locally, and keep building our word to state and federal as well. But we also have to get involved. We have to start houses and programs like Lori's House and other things to support 
people and let them know, hey, we're here for you. We're here for your baby. We're here for the community. We have to be the light. And as we're out there being the light and praying for the hearts of Americans and showing people there is hope, there's so many people who choose other options because they don't know hope. But when we as the church represent hope and light and love and say, God has a plan for your life, that you should expect miracles, that something good can happen to you, that God has a light in the midst of this darkness, that God has a plan for your future. When we're in the community and in the world that way, people will make different decisions because they see us as being the light. They see us overflowing in hope. They see the encouragement that comes from faith. And as we do that, we will see the change that happens in the nation. It can't just happen by a protest. It can't just happen by what we post online. We have to be involved. And it can't just be the preachers. It can't just be the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. It's the entire body of Christ mobilizing to showing the love of God, showing the light of God, showing the hope of God, getting involved locally, getting involved with organizations, getting involved in the city levels, getting involved with every single thing. That's how this nation is awakened and makes different decisions. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mondo, you're, you're a Hispanic, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Where, where do you come from? I come from Central America, Guatemala, Salvador, and of course, Nicaragua, all the Central American region there. And here you are with Mexican brothers and sisters, and you have quite a mixture family now, don't you? Absolutely. I think it goes back to what you guys were talking about is men's hearts. And I think that's where it starts. And the Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. Whatever you carry in your heart is what you're thinking about, is what your actions come about. And I think America is at a verge right now that if we don't start dealing with heart issues, then we're going to find ourselves in a big, a lot of problems. And that's what we're watching right now. The races in the race war in America today all come from the heart issues. Whatever we have carried throughout the centuries and legacy from our ancestors has now become a fruit of what we're dealing with today and is creating a racial war, not only with, with, between you know African-American community and the Hispanics and the white community, but this goes back for centuries. But it's go back, it goes back to what the Bible calls sin, and that sin is what is being dealt with today. And if the church doesn't deal with the sin, then how can we expect leaders to understand the heart issues of America? I still remember years ago, Billy Graham gave a, a phenomenal speech, you ought to Google it, to the tech world. And he said, we have made some amazing advancement when it comes to technology, yet we still haven't figured out how to solve the issues of the heart. The issues of the heart is why we're dealing with wars today. The issues of the heart is what we're dealing with, the issue of drugs today, the issues of uh, immorality, the the values and the ethics of this nation today, let alone the world's ethical uh, and moral vision of what the world should look like today. It all comes back to the heart. Whatever the men and women have in their heart is what they're going to act upon And I've learned that if I didn't learn to deal with my heart issues, there was no way I was going to be able to get along with my brothers and sisters that are are of different races, let alone economical uh, status in society today. 
I write in my book. I don't mean to plug my book, but I, I, I deal with my new book that I'm coming out with in a few weeks that my heart was so filled with hate towards other races because it was invested in me and my culture that anyone that looked different from me was an enemy. When I was born again, I began to understand what the scriptures gave me about my brother and sister. I began to see the revelation of the freedom that this world needs today, that we must love one another. We must forgive one another. And if there was ever a time of restoration, we need to learn how to forgive one another. We need to learn how to love one another. And this is where the church comes in. Wow. Amen. Mondo, you married one of the Lennons from the famous Lennon in Mexico. The Lennon sisters, one of the famous Lennon sisters' daughters. You're... I would say your family is is half Lenin, and you you live with the Lenins. They they live with you. You all go to each other's house. But a lot of people don't realize that the Lenins are Spanish, Mexican. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Would you mention that, Mondo? That's correct. I mean, when you look at the history and the family tree of the Lennon's sisters and the family, they're Alvarez, you know, Mexican descent. And of course, they're Mexican descent as well as Irish. And when you mix those two together, you get great harmony, right? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love what he said about the heart. Yeah. Because the truth is, even like the Lori's house moms, yeah. a lot of them come with a heart right. that's been crushed and, br- yeah. and bruised and, and messed up. Yeah. And they don't think that anybody could love them. Right. I mean, yeah. really, truly love them. It's true. I mean, it's true. Their, their whole life has been abused and yeah. used and yeah. things. And so they, they don't see themselves it's as right. a value to society or anything else. And, it, and the truth is, if we can't change the heart, Mm-hmm. They, they go on back to the same old stuff yeah. where they came from. And so what he's saying about the heart, that's exactly what we got to do is we got to minister well, to the heart. What I've tried to do in this to first show of the year is let's love everybody. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's exactly let's right. love everybody. That's right. And God is going to pour out his love. Yeah. And yes. I believe the church is going to have revival. Amen. And and, and come against hatred. Come against. Amen. And that's why, let's take it back to what Pastor Carrick Butler was talking about. And I'm so grateful that you brought up light, um, Pastor Carrick, because the Bible talks about it. You know, open your Bibles. Go to Matthew. Go to, go to, right, right when Jesus is talking, this is Jesus Mm -hmm. talking about being the salt and the light. Mm -hmm. Go to Matthew 5, right after the Sermon on the Mount. And you go to Matthew 5, and it says here in verse 13, you, he's talking to us, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how shall it be made salty? It it is from then on good for nothing but to be thrown out and to be trampled by men. You, us, me, you are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Yes. And let me tell you what, just like Pastor Carrick, you said, that, just like that little song we used to always sing in Sunday school, um, another song we used to always sing in Sunday school, This Little Light of Mine. Remember that, how we used to sing that? And don't, wanna let, but don't hide under a bush. Oh, no, remember that? <laughs> but it isn't a little light. We're a big Come light. On. 
We're a Amen. big, big, shining light. That's it. We're in a dark, dark, dark world. I'm sick Amen. of this world. If there's anything I had to say, have to say about going into 2024 is I want to be a brighter, brighter light. Amen. I don't want Amen. anything of the world to rub off yes. on Amen. me because this world out there is very, very evil. Actually, Rhonda was, I brought Rhonda yeah. by a Skype on the show yes. today yes. because he's our news guru. And I, I wanted him to bring us up to date on the news today, if you would, before I get back to Pastor Carrick. Absolutely. One of the things that we have to look at is Bible prophecy, right? Because everybody's looking at where we are in 2024. And you got to look at two things. One, the world is looking at what they call predictions. They, unbelievers, they look for predictions us as believers, we look for Bible prophecy. And the Bible tells us that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, meaning that the point of all prophecy, past, present, and future, is laid on Jesus Christ. So we look towards Jesus on what we're seeing develop, and the world's looking at, let me just give you a headline. We, this is why the church has got to be the light. We have to have the answers for today's culture in the questions that they're raising, because if not, they're going to run to this new technology. Listen to this. This is according to the Daily Mail. We asked top artificial intelligence chatbots for their predictions for 2024, and it produced some very alarming results. Now, you have to understand, if the world is running towards artificial intelligence for predictions, for what we call prophecy in the church, Imagine where their heart is going to be if they believe a robot. Now, you have to understand, before the year 2023 was over, there was a headline from Elon Musk saying and predicting and declaring that within the next three years, our society, our way of life will no longer be normal. It was going to be changed by artificial intelligence. You know, Pastor Carrick Butler uh, mentioned that this was going to be a year of exposure, not only in the church, but also in our society. Just a few hours ago, Epstein's document, 943 pages, just to be exact, were released to the public to, uh, yesterday, a few hours ago, and is sending shockwaves all across the world from major leaders that were involved. Again, Pastor Jim, I want to touch back on what you're saying because the war is not on who was on that plane and who was on that meeting. The war is against the children. Keep your eyes on the children. Follow the children. Wherever the children are is where you're going to find the evil behind it. And you mentioned about over 60 million abortions just in America, but everything is about children. This document that was released a few hours ago all had to do with underage sex trafficked children that has become an epidemic here in America, let alone the world. But this is going to send shockwaves all across the board. And some people are even saying online that they're using this to be able to derail Donald Trump from being able to even run for president of the United States. We're watching our nation in what some experts are calling a debacle destroying from within because the American people have lost faith in their leaders today. Listen to this. 
high-end sex ring in Boston and D.C. areas was honeypot schemed by Russia, China, South Korea, even Israel to ensnare U.S. officials, intelligence experts believe. Again, the exposure that we're starting to watch already, and it's only January, and it's about to get far worse. Stay tuned on the next program. There are world events that have taken place, and many people don't even realize it. A 7.6 earthquake just hit Japan and is sending shockwaves from what we have studied on this program with the Ring of Fire. I'm going to bring you on the next program all the earthquakes that happened within one day, yet the news is not talking about it. We have talked about it in this program. And it is a sign that we are living in what Jesus mentioned in Matthew 24, that this will be the great signs of the last days. Jesus said it, and we ought to look for the signs that he has given. And that's, they're all over. Jesus is coming soon. We need to be ready. Amen. Pastor Carrick, I want to ask you, what has God told you to do is get ready for what's coming on earth? What, what's now, coming gonna, next, do you think? Yeah. It might sound strange to some of you with what I, he's been telling me to do, but it's time to dream big. It's time to believe big. It's time to get our hopes as high as we can, because as we just heard, Jesus is coming soon. And too many Christians, when they hear the bad news or see Bible prophecy being fulfilled, they want to run away. Don't run away from it. Run to it. You are the light. You're not supposed to be hiding away. No, this is the time for you to go forward. It's time for you to do big things for the kingdom of God. It's time for you to reach more people than ever for the kingdom of God. So what I'm preparing is Hey, how do I make a difference? Okay, if this happens over here, how can I handle that problem? Hey, what happens if this group of people over here aren't able to eat? How am I being able to provide for them? Why? We're seeing bigger problems, but that requires bigger solutions. And we are the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are the glorious church. We are to manifest the light of God and let God show his goodness through us. And so it's taking time to dream bigger. Think bigger, plan bigger, like it used to be on Oral Roberts' desk. Make no little plans here. Why? Jesus is coming soon. There's a lot of work to do. And so we prepare by thinking bigger. We prepare by spending more time praying in the Spirit. We prepare by getting involved in the community and seeing what's going on with people's lives, seeing what's going on in their hearts, and ministering the love, hope, and glory, and light of God to them. That's how we're preparing to go forward, and that we're not going to be discouraged by what goes on. We're not going to be discouraged by all the bad things, because Our hope is not based on our circumstances. Our hope is not based on what goes on around us. Our hope is based on God, his word, his character, and his plan. And because we know God is good, we know his word is good, we know his plan and his character is good, we can dream big, we can hope big, and we can go forward knowing that as we go into these days of awakening, as we go into these days of revival, more people will be changed than ever before. Billions of people are coming to the kingdom of God and God 
don't need to switch because all bad things going on. You're here for a reason. If you're running a track meet, you don't put the slowest person at the end of the race. You put the strongest person so that they can make up for any slack of the previous racers. We're at the end. God has reserved you for now. He didn't call Noah to be here now. He didn't call Elijah to be here. He didn't call Deborah or Esther or Peter or John. He called you. You're here for such a time as this. So let go of discouragement. Dream big, overflowing hope and go forward by the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, wow. Amen. Amen. Wow, wow. Now, you just, oh, Pastor Butler just Amen. gave us all, I think you just gave us one of the most that's incredible word. words I think I've heard in a long time. Amen. Okay, excuse Good me for word. calling you Carrick, but Carrick, listen, what you just said is so powerful because, you know, everyone said, we're born for such a time as this, and I believe it. I'm Like, I'm an Esther girl. I believe it a million times. We're born for such a and, time as this, but guess what? Yes. But we really Everyone. are. All of us right you. now really yes. are yes. born. Yes. This is. See, I've been born for such a time as this. I've been, been born, born for such, such a time, time as, as this. this. All of you. All yes, of Lord. you. Amen. And everyone that lives here. Yes. You got to get ready, and you're going to have to help us build bigger and better. And Mar Marcella, you and yes. I were, I was, you were driving me in today, and we talked about the future. Yes, we have. And it's growing. Amen. Yes. We're, we're going to grow bigger yes. and better. We're dreaming that we and were not going yes. And we're not going to be afraid that. of the That's fact right. that we're going to be running out of space. Amen. Amen. We're going to yes. fill every square inch of this place yes. Amen. with Amen. ministry. Yes. That's right. And it's last day's time, and it's time to get the body of Christ yes. ready for these last days on but, earth. Okay, so that's Amen. why what Pastor Carrick said is so absolutely brilliant. And it's straight from the Lord, I believe. That was a word from the Lord, Pastor Carrick yes. Butler. When you said, like when you're real, running a how many ran relay races back oh, yeah. in your day, okay? Yep. And they always put the last, the, the, the fourth person who gets that baton, right? They're the strongest one to bring, bring out the team. Amen. At the end of the yes. race, right? Yeah. I know when you said that, Pastor Joe and I looked yeah. at each other like, "What? That is brilliant!" Wow. Because we're we're that we're the people yes. that are carrying wow. the final. that the final that final baton to take us across. That is why the harvest is so important. That Amen. is why it is so important to be a light and to be salt and a light, right, Pastor Carrick? Yes, it is. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely important. This is what we're here to do. And the thing is, we're building on the foundations of those who came before us. And so one of the things we know about the scriptures, that says the glory of the latter house will be greater than the glory of the former house. And so we say it all the time, our best is yet to come. And we can look back to the revivals of the past. We can talk about the healing revivals, the tent revivals. We can talk about the arenas filled with Catherine Kuhlman. We can talk about all the wonderful things we've seen on these shores. But all of that pales in comparison to what God is doing and what he's about to do. So yes, we look at the past and we acknowledge the past, but we dream bigger because we say, if God could do that at Azusa Street, what can he do today? If God could do that under the tenant with Oral Roberts, what can he do today? If God can do that in the arenas with Catherine Kuhlman, what can he do today? We are believing for even bigger because our God is good and his mercy endures forever. And he has plans 
for this day. You mean to tell me that Steven Spielberg and all these other people can come up with better special effects than what God has for today? No. This is the hour of miracles, signs, and wonders. The book of Daniel says those who know their God shall be strong and do exploits. We're here to do marvels. We're here to do extraordinary things that people who've used to just watching TV and movies and AI, they say, oh, those are amazing things. No, 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 no. What God wants to do through the body of Christ in these days is going to be more amazing than what you can see see on a screen. That's why we're here. We're anointed for these days. We're empowered for these days. As David says in Psalms, by the anointing, by the Holy Ghost, by my God, I can run through a troop. I can leap over a wall. By God, we can do amazing things for all things are possible with God and all things are possible to them that believe. Amen. Marcelo. Amen. That doesn't excite you. I don't know. We got to be excited. Uh, Amen. I, I want to introduce you because it, you were supposed to talk about the future and how they can stand with us in, yes. a, in a miracle. And that's what it takes. That's what it takes. Absolutely. If, if we don't have everybody watching doing something, yes. it won't work. Well, first of all, I want to say, because I have to, I just have to take this one minute. I want to thank truly every partner who gave to the Count Me In, every yes. monthly partner yes. who every month. I, I cannot tell you when I sit back with the team and every month we're projecting and we're saying, okay, Lord, what is our need, God? Because we've learned God is yes. more than enough. Amen. And every month on the 5th and the 20th, we have partners. Every month you give faithfully to this ministry. You partnered with the Count Me In. And many of you are giving $30 a month. Some of you are giving $50 a month, $100 a month. I love the widow's might. Others are yes. giving $5 a right. month, whatever it is. But I have seen with my own eyes this year how, how God has taken that giving, that faithful giving every single month. He's always met every need need for this ministry, but I believe truly it's because of faithfulness of our partners. You have stood with us. And when we do our part, then that allows God to do everything that he has to do to keep this ministry and the voice of the prophets going forth. So I just want to thank you, yes. first of all, to our monthly Absolutely. partners. But here's what we've done, Dad. This has been such a blessing during Christmas. We have to continue it because we've heard from the partners as our partners, they've been giving and been a part of a double blessing offering. Amen. We started that during Christmas. That was our way of saying, Lord, what can we give back to our faithful partners? And so what we did was every, and we're going to continue it, every partner who gives any amount during this month, and we'll continue it as long as we have gifts to send. But when you send a gift of any amount to the ministry, we are matching it with incredible faith-based gifts for yes. you, for your family. And I can't tell you that the partners have loved it. You guys have called us That's and you true. have, when you've opened the boxes, but it's because of the team who's putting it together. Yeah. They care about our partners. Absolutely. They're putting, we have amazing Love. books, They're prophetic books, DVDs. That's yes. right. There's also um, pictures and paintings and beautiful statues, the angel with the children. Yes. There's American flags, pillows. There's so many different gift items, jewelry even. But we are doing everything that we can, and we are loving the opportunity to bless our partners. When you give to that double blessing offering, you're seeing on the screen some of the different gift items. Our team is choosing those items in the warehouse. They're going directly. And what I love is not only are they choosing the product, 
because we love the product, but we are laying hands on the yeah, product amen. and they are praying over you, amen. over your family. And so it is an honor. I want to just send ask you, yes, Pastor, you said send the blessing to the ministry and we want to bless your okay. return. You could do that by calling our toll-free number. That number is one 988 Or you can also visit the website, jimbakershow.com. But I truly want to say thank you. That double blessing has truly made a difference for this ministry. And I believe that even right now, this is a time just natural. It's a time where giving sometimes slows down. But I'm believing that you are going to answer. You're going to stand with this ministry. And in honor of Dad's birthday as yes. well, I want to say, if you want to give that $84, Amen. that either a monthly, you could do a monthly $84 donation. Many are you, of you are doing that. And Uncle Philip, yeah. you know, he started that. He said, I want to give $84 a month to the ministry or if you want to do that one-time gift of $84 yes. in honor of Pastor Jim's 84th birthday yes. we want to send you and match your gifts for $84 and the double blessing offering yes that's awesome and we're going yes. to send him more than enough absolutely <laughs> I can't I mean if you should see the shoppers they just they are doing because they know guess what when we give when we give, then God will always take care of us and that's the heart behind the team who's doing this yes so when you give in this special offering, and thank you there for giving yes. that 84 birthday offering. Yes. That's not for me. That it goes right to the ministry. But yes. that is what is turning everything around. Yes, and that's it, right. And it will save the ministry if you yes. do that right now. Go forward, amen. And, and you're going to receive blessing. Uh, uh, you're going to see the best gifts we ever give away, man. Pictures yes. and paintings. And, Beautiful statues, all, all these beautiful things that we have over here at this table. And it will be abundant. Our time is up. So go to the phone right now, 1-888-988-1588, and say, I want to be a part of the double blessing yes. offering today. We want to thank Pastor Carrick Butler yes. for being with yeah. us today. Mondo from his home yes. studio. And Pastor Joe, Nana, and... Pastor Jim Baker. Amen. We love you. Our time is gone today. God loves you. He really does. Bye-bye for today. Bye-bye. We love you. Lori, in my mission is to fulfill the great commission of Jesus Christ to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every person. I want to thank you for standing with us and for your support. To hear more about the last day's events, go to watchjimbakershow.com. Remember, God loves you. He really does. If you want to see more content like this, like, share, and subscribe, or go to watchjimbakershow.com. Join Jim and Lori Baker every day as they welcome anointed teachers. Remember that God loves you. He really does and the most dynamic personalities from around the world as we share grace and restoration. Power over the gods. You know, the Bible says, who is like you, O Lord, among You never know who is going to be on The Jim Baker Show.